Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go down to the gentleman Co- dog portrait? <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Man, that song has been stuck in my head ever since uh, it was introduced in that game we play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's it's one of those songs, it's one of those songs that definitely, uh, once you pick it up, once you start listening to it, I feel like you just want to keep listening to it, you know? It's a it's a very calming song. Oh, it's a good song. I know some people that do, uh, there's uh, Ben Queller and Adam Green, these guys do a cover of it. Yeah? What, what's the cover? What's the, the cover? It's the cover of that song. They play the oh, they song. just do it like a, a straight cover. cover. It's a cover, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a parody. Yeah, it sounds the same. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? Uh, it's really such a different song. Uh, I wonder if it's like on anyone's like top 100 list. Because mm. it's it's already like received an award. Uh, I'm looking at the wiki page right now. Uh, received a Golden Globe nomination for Best Original Song uh, and a Motion Picture. Uh, and it's been <laughs> included in a list of poorly received songs. Uh, VH1's 40 most awesomely bad number one songs. It's alright. I mean, there's better Beach Boys songs out there, so... When when people say, what what's a what's an awesome band, what's a great band, Beach Boys are never the first one that I think of. Yeah, they were pretty, uh... Was it one of those, you had to be around when they were big to understand them kind of things? I don't know, they, they just had rich harmonies, like, they have a lot of harmonies. It's very true, oh man, like, um... if you ever listen to their songs, it's like... It, what three-part harmonies right there and like there were there was a lot of pressure they wanted to you know they were up against uh the beatles you know and stuff like that and they were trying so were the monkeys and i don't think the monkeys ever was like whoa man let's compete with the beatles well yeah (laughs) brian wilson man oh yeah speaking of him uh there's a movie coming out about him yeah yeah i want to see that i want to see that um because it looks really interesting I never have been like the biggest fan of the Beach Boys, but I can respect uh, Brian Wilson. I can respect um, illness. I guess what did he have? Um, I think I the think... movie's trying to make it out like he has like full blown schizophrenia or something. Or I don't know about that. High sensory I, hearing. I think he really is just uh, maybe manic depressive or that might make sense. Um, it might make sense. Which they call bipolar these days. Oh yeah. Um, when did we make that shift? I don't know. I don't know either. In the nineties, I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah like like. Uh, Are we on the right input? I want to. Well, I actually lost an entire show just making uh, sure that we were on the. Sound right waves input. are happening, as far as I can see. Okay, so what is it like on the? Is please tell me it's not an internal microphone. No, no. Uh, Sound s- mapper. S- stuff is happening. No. What, what? Please just make sure just for me. Oh man, I can't see the laptop from this angle. Voice meter output. No? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Oh, I mean, thank God. Would it be, uh... Oh, thank God. I don't want to. Thank goodness I like checked for that. Uh, we you checked for that like early on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. What was it like? 
three, four episodes ago. I was with Dylan, do we met? Yeah. Crap. Lost 45 minutes of recording and my laptop was dying. That was not fun. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, I, Brian Wilson. Is there a trend going on where movies are being made about very interesting or monumental people and they kind of make it about, like, their love life and about the leading lady? Like, they did that with uh, Stephen Hawking. Uh, the Theory of Everything. Yeah. Like, it was it was a biopic about Stephen Hawking, I, I guess. But then it was like, oh, okay, well, he, he's my husband, and he's battling this terrible disease. <laughs> That's a very bad impression. Uh, what's next, then? What's next? Who's going to be... Who's going to be who? Uh, I don't know. They should just do a... I like musicians, I think. I think it's a very different thing. Because if you're famous... You're probably famous... Like Stephen Hawking, like somebody... One of those types of people, like... Like it's really just... I don't know how to put this. Like if you're if you're, you're, you're a baker, very hard. I'll let if you you're a baker or, or a chef, or if you're a, you know, any profession, I think that's outside of artistic, yeah, stuff is like maybe it's a product of good luck and your circumstances and who you know and. Ma- and you know what I mean. Your determination. Are you trying to tell me that Bobby Flay's uh, no, well, most of his success is just through connections? Well, I think it has to do with it, but I also think it's, it's, I mean, it's experience and hard work, but it's like, I feel like most people, if they were willing to put in the hard work and just dedicate their lives to that thing, they could become somebody in that world, but I don't know about How familiar familiar are you with Food Network? Uh, Quick tangent. Yeah, Food Network I'm very familiar with. Yeah, well, I'm like, I, I mean, I was joking about Bobby Flay before, but... I think that is definitely the case with... Are you familiar with uh, Alex Grotticelli? No, I don't know. She, she's one of the... She's she's a frequent guest on some shows. She's a judge okay. in, in other ones. And she's been on, like, numerous competitions on that network. Yeah. And, like, she's she's not great. I mean, like, she's very mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> and I see her in, like, those annoying pecan commercials. Mm. But regardless, it's like... That... If there's anyone that has been blatantly pushed to be a face of a network or a product, it's her. Mm. It's they. I think they made her like an Iron Chef out of pity, and that's when I stopped it's caring about the show. Guy Fieri. Oh, Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's he's definitely up there for the face of Food Network. I mean, he just Alex won. is trying. Alex is the forced one, and I don't think anyone's taking it. Guy Fieri just won Food Network. He yeah. <laughs> he won the competition, so they had to. Give him some deals and stuff. You know? <laughs> all right, all right, you won. Just just stop. We'll give you whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I want five solid hours of diners, drive-ins, yeah. and dives. Uh-huh. I want you to drive me cross-country uh-huh. to all of these restaurants, and I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> and you know what? I think I've only seen his actual cooking show once. Wow, holy crap. I'm, like, really invested in Food Network. You never think, You never think that you would be when you're growing up, you know? Like what, what? What was something? What, what was a show or channel that you watched when you were fifteen? Uh, MTV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you MTV. Uh, I think I watched like 
Cartoon Network and Comedy Central, like, Cartoon Network for, like, a solid 15 years, ever since I, like, figured <laughs> out what television was. And then Comedy Central just is kind of like, eh, I guess nothing else is on. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I mean, Adult Swim was a thing when I was 15. Uh, well, yeah, there was, like, Toonami, right? Yeah, Toonami was a thing. Um, MTV I... had a lot more better, had better shows, and so did, uh... I missed the whole Dragon Ball Z craze. Like, I'm not into that, yeah. That did not hit me as, oh, well, people are fans of this thing until I got to college. And they were like, oh my god, do you remember that episode of Dragon Ball Z? Wait, what? Nah. People watched that? I thought people just made fun of it. I don't know. And then I remember, I had this neighbor, uh, the walls were paper thin in one of the buildings I was living in, and he watched Dragon Ball Z every fucking night, like, catching up. Yeah. Yeah. I try to watch some. I, a lot of anime doesn't appeal to me. I just like, I mean, not a lot. Like, um, there's there's things that here and there that are in, that are cool, but I'll try to watch like the series, and it's like, yeah, I don't no, know. I, I get you. I'm not get into you. it. Uh oh, actually, I wasn't even thinking about this when I was coming into this. Um, yeah. Uh, a week or two ago, I actually like followed up on your suggestion. Uh, that one, that one wayward suggestion that you uh, told us once. When I was at work, Once. corpse party. Yeah, I finally like uh, watched the whole thing. And for those of you that are not familiar with it, um, it's basically a bunch of what what high school students, I guess. Yeah, it was based off of a game. Uh, high school students uh, end up doing like a cursed charm, and they go to like a parallel dimension, I guess. And uh, it, it's like a haunted school, and there's gore and blood and. People get cut open, and I it's it's like it's like shocking gore when you first look at it, but then afterwards you're like, oh, you're like rooting for them. You're rooting for some of them to get out, and there's like, oh, well, he's fucking psycho. He's gonna get cut in head. Yeah, he's gonna get killed with an axe. It's uh, it's that uh, it's, <laughs> horror movies are like this where there's entertainment because there's a party of people and. You understand that things are going to happen in the group, but you have your favorites and you have people that, you know. Yeah, no, no, no I get What's going to happen? You know, they do something that's either morally wrong or they're. Well, it's weird to dangerous. me because I never, I never imagined like uh, anime or cartoons like actually taking on a scary vibe. Like I'm sure they do it as like some sort of like joke or like oh there's genuine fear in this, but yeah, it, it's still like these giant eyed pale skin people who are like laughing and full of hope and oh their guts their guts well, are in a bucket this guy gets smashed into a fucking wall it, okay it's only recently that in america that like uh cartoons have been seen as something for adults and even now 99 percent of that is like it's comedy you know what i mean it still has to be funny and yeah, there's like wince-worthy stuff. It can be dark, like comedy, but I'm not even talking about like humor. cringing. I'm talking about like wincing. Like I remember uh, someone showed me this it's not scene. Not the same in Japan. Yeah. yeah, no. Someone showed me this scene from SpongeBob of all things, where like uh, I think Squidward was it. His like toenail was getting like peeled off. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, they show this to kids? <laughs> that reminds me of, like, Ren and Stimpy. When, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ren and Stimpy was, of, like, ahead of its time for that. Like, gross-out factor. But, yeah. but like, yeah, like, uh, not usually... Although, then again, like, uh, when I when I finally finished watching Corpse Party, which, holy crap, 
I, I can't believe I watched all four, what was it, like hour-long episodes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I watched all four of them. Um, that's like scratching the surface on how terrible uh, it, people can do with that kind of art. Mm. Apparently there's like a whole community oh, yeah, of people can... that like, it's like mutilation. I mean, that was the, that was more of a pop, uh, yeah, it's like popular... I'm going to hate myself for looking this up right now. I'm going to, like, uh, pull this up on my phone. Uh, people tell you all the time not to look at it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It's like a... Euro Guru. That's it. G-U-R-O. Uh, and uh, first Google image results... First Google result that I see is this guy licking someone's eyeball after he has clawed off her face. Yeah. Yeah. The soldier, right? Yeah, this is... Yeah, I know that picture. <laughs> Wait a I don't even... I'm not I even looking... I not even have to describe By it By the you. way, I'm... Yeah, I'm not looking at Dean's phone. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm seeing, like, oh, hey, this... This guy cut off her leg. And... Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I can see why people tell you not to look this up. Oh, this is the one I remember thinking about. Uh, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna keep looking at yeah. this. I'm not gonna keep looking at this. There's a lot of good... I think Japan has a lot of good stuff. Japan has got some weird shit. I don't like... I feel like some of these shows... Stick a couple, couple hundred million people on an island. Yeah. This crazy shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I liked uh, Death Note I thought was good, but it's like a lot of talking and like, well... It's like a chess game. Like, well, I think he might do this, but if he does this, then I can't do this. So I'm going to... I want to do that, but I'm going to do this. And, like, they just... And then, like, at the end of the episode, like, one thing happens. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, the whole episode, it's... So it's all build-up? It's, like... What the... Um, what the hell? It's, like, a... It's, like, a... Guy's, a... Uh, it's hard to explain. There's a, there's a persona who's killing people, but they don't know who it is. And... You know, I'm vaguely familiar with the with the uh, yeah, premise yeah. of the show. I just know, like, apparently there is a book that if you write someone's name in it, uh, they die. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if a, there are like these demons who have these books and it's part of their job to, they can see a person's life and when, and they have these, anyway, it's like a supernatural book that if you, if it falls into your hands, you can use it and you become pretty powerful, but it's like, I don't know. It's a whole mythology and it, it sets up a bunch of interesting premises and stuff, whatever, but it's a lot of, it's not a ton of action. It's a lot of talking and strategy, and it's okay. Strategy. I I don't know. I if mean, I had a book like that, I would just write off the people that are giving me trouble, and then throw in a couple of innocents just to throw people yeah, off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I, I think if you like describe this to other people, this could be like one of those sociological experiments. Like, uh, it's not. It was that whole hypothetical question of why did why did the killer. Uh, kill his mother, and then it's like to see the girl again at the funeral. Like, oh, if you answer that way, you're a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I I told it very badly, but whatever, whatever. I'm sure you could like look it up if you did your own legwork. You lazy, lazy listener. <laughs> Are we at that point where we can insult people like listening to this? <laughs> Cut I your hair, you know. friggin' hippie. <laughs> Not you. You you got beautiful hair. Yeah. I think I had hair that traps sweat. 
Here, I no, no. I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain. Uh, yesterday, I was running to catch the train. Uh, I slept in an hour normal normally that I uh, usually do, uh, and I like quick took a shower and tried to catch a later train. And when I got to the station, like it was like two minutes before uh, the train was going to depart, so I bolted. I bolted uh, to the platform, up the stairs, across the platform, down the stairs, uh, and I just got in just as the doors were closing and i it might be the fact that i'm ridiculously out of shape and you know fat but <laughs> no I'll, I'll, I'll be upfront about that i'm fat uh but i could not stop sweating for like a solid 30 minutes after 2 minutes of dashing that's not good no you should i should probably run more do often do some stuff yeah man it's <laughs> It's the time of year. Too. But, like, it's not even... Uh, my heart was regular. My heart was regular. I didn't feel warm at all. But ever ever since that point, I just kept wiping sweat off my brow and off my hair. And I'm like, this can't still be happening. I'm like, why the hell am I still wiping moisture away from my head? <laughs> wasn't sweating anywhere else except for my back. And that's... Eh, that's another hair situation i'm a yeti holy shit <laughs> this is a growth of uh maybe four days on my face right now oh my god you are still baby faced yeah christ this i i, I mean it's, it doesn't look good it's starting to look bad now where i need to shave today before i go anywhere i yeah. have little intention of seeing the skin underneath my facial hair <laughs> absolutely not i hate how i look baby faced it's stupid I'm not even gonna... I plan on not doing that for my wedding day. Yeah? Yeah. Because I... I this is this is who I am. Okay. I fought for this. Well, you could clean it a little. Clean it up. No, I definitely get can. Get the I edges nice it's, it's and just sharp. Like, yeah, just like buzz it a little bit, get it to like a uniform length, yeah. trim the sides. But I don't, I don't want to get rid of it. Like, I've already gone through... Uh, anyone with facial hair that is growing up has probably already had this trial and tribulation. Uh... All of your family members making remarks about how you need to shave. You know <laughs> I what I mean? I don't know. I used to get my hair very long. My dad would like mm. make this uh, this razor uh, gesture on his face. My uh, my uh, aunts and grandmothers would be like, "Well, when are you gonna when are you gonna shave, darling? When are you gonna shave?" I'm like, "This is me now." Uh, my fiance actually went through a phase like, "I like I like the facial hair," and she's like, "Why don't you just..." be clean shaven and then i like refused enough we're just like oh, i like the facial hair again like pff. okay <laughs> so all the people that you know i see on a regular basis they they don't care about the hair anymore i, I went balls to the wall i decided not to shave for my uh job interview for where i'm working now nice because i'm like well you're gonna see this day one anyway no surprises that and i think i heard about other applicants who were looking for that job like later on and holy crap, I am very competent. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like, okay, well, I'm not spectacular or anything. I'm fresh out of college. I'm like, you can't even pass a goddamn math test. Are you kidding? Wow. It's, yeah, it's a, I think that a lot, like you feel this stress, like you're not going to measure up or it's so competitive, but then. And then you find out that like, if if you, you are that, average, like, if you are average, like. Uh, like Holy you have crap. some level of common sense. Half of the sense. people are worse than yeah. you. Yeah. And they fall comfortably in that range. 
So if you ever feel down on yourself, if you ever feel like bad or you think you're not doing a great job, always consider yourself average because I guarantee you there are half of the world's population less than you. <laughs> That's a good way of thinking about it. Well, uh, not even factoring anything else. Like, the fact that you have a bank account probably puts you at, like, the top 10% of the world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't, uh... Have yeah, to that's cash... a scary thought. You don't have to cash your check at a cash-checking place. You can... uh, I'm sure that, like, skyrockets you to the top 2%. <laughs> it's crazy. I think I remember I was talking with someone the other day, um, about, uh... It was like, it was like, uh, places of business around a, uh, train station... And I've already, when I was growing up, I always equated like, oh, you have to take the train to work. You're of a different social status than someone who gets to drive or someone who already <laughs> lives there and just has to take one mode. And then I started doing it. And I'm like, yeah, these people are normal, just like me. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, I don't think it's that. I think it's more of just like you choose to live in a different setting than you work in. And for some people who have a lot of money... They can get a lot of the same comforts that you get still in the city, you know, like a lot of space, um, different amenities, but... Yeah, I guess so, but that doesn't say much about when I'm looking around the train station. Not the one that I go to, mine is, like, decently good, and yours is, yours is quite Mine's nice one of the well. hub ones, yeah. It's, yeah. like, one of the major hubs, but... But ones that are just, like, on the way there, like, oh, checks cash, 99 cent store, uh, <laughs> bail bonds... Like, holy crap. Yeah. This is a bad neighborhood. There's always these alcoholics who just sit in the train lobby, and they're there every night, and they're like 45. And they're not drunk even, but they're a little drunk. But they're just like... <laughs> they're just drunk enough. It's just enough. like their way of life. Like, they're I don't just know, drunk like, enough to warrant like suspicion. They're not totally like... It's not like their hair is all like blown out and crazy, and they're dirty, like... But they had they I don't know they must go to some kind of place. It's I feel like they get some kind of assistance and they use the sub the train to get there and then get back. Maybe. So they're like semi normal, but semi like living on the yeah, well not, irresponsibly. I, I mean I I can't fault them. I can't fault them. But since it's been getting warmer out, I think there's been more crazies going around. You know what I mean? This actually happened to me yesterday, uh, coming back from work. Um... I know, I know we've already had uh, our stories of people uh, coming onto trains and subway cars and begging. This guy mm -hmm. pops on to uh, the car that I am in, like the head of the train, or no, the back of the train, and he's like this, he's like this athletic black guy. Okay. And he starts like, I, I assume like at first he's on like the phone and he just doesn't have like volume control. But then I realize he's talking to all of us, and he's, like, proselytizing. Oh, yeah. So he's like, how many of y'all on your phones? 75%, I bet. <laughs> and he's, like, he's, he's like clean-looking. He's got tattoos. Like, no one's going to argue with him because <coughs> I'm, if you have the balls to talk to everyone on a subway train that already hate you for doing so... If you stand up to him, he's going to knock you the hell out. <laughs> like, he doesn't care at that point. Uh, but then he starts out talking about how, like, Yo, you think we evolved from monkeys? Yeah, I bet that's what you think about black people. I'm like, oh my... I don't... I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to be here anymore. 
And I know if I stand up and leave and go to, like, the next car, I'm sure he'll, like, say something about me, and I really did not want to provoke that. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Thankfully, like, they got, he, they, other people on the train, especially, like, this, uh, marine-looking guy. Yeah. Muscular guy, tattoos, uh, genuinely nice guy. Uh, like, forced him out two stops later, and he starts fighting them. I'm like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Absolutely knew it. <laughs> but I think the funniest thing about all of this, uh, and I tried so hard to f- uh, phrase this so that it would go into a Facebook post, but I just ended up not. Uh, I think the funniest thing about it was he is, like, shouting at us, thinking that he is going, like, unchallenged. Because, like, yeah, no one, no, no one's going to challenge me because they know I'm right. But then he starts, like, fighting people that are, like, forcing him off the train. And, like, some guy says, shut up. And he's like, oh, yeah, now you say shut up because you know I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> it was, like, ridiculous. It was, I never I never thought of myself as, like, one of those timid guys that just, like, avoids conflict. But I think, like, uh, five minutes after he left and we were, like, leaving, I still felt, like, nervous. <laughs> Yeah, and that that does not bode well. That's not a trait that you want to have. I don't I, like. I I I don't want to like start conflict or anything. I'd rather just kind of like resolve it. Uh, otherwise, especially since you know this guy can't be reasoned with. But to think that he actually left such a remark that I'm like shell shocked afterwards. Yeah. Like, man, I am spineless. Yeah. I'm mean, not painting myself in a good light for it's this just, show. You just have to. Real, I don't know. To me, it's like he's just a person. He's just—he's not even—he's not a person. He has the same vulnerabilities that you do, so you're on an evil, an even playing field. Yeah. All right. Okay. Start and... to keep thinking that. I just don't want to. <laughs> when he starts saying, "I'm not long for this world," I just wanted to like shout. Well, then you're on the wrong side of the train. The front is that way. Jump in front of it. But even, I don't know. Death is like. Eh. Yeah, it's it's final, but at the same time, I think when some people are so evangelical, is that the right word? Spiritual? When they already know that their reward is right in front of them, and they just got to do some work to get it, I'm like, well, you already don't have much re- regard for others in this life. Why don't you just go to another plane of existence where you think you'll be uh, rewarded? No? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I just I know feel like know. I don't have the right to like to on anyone else like that or something. Just like they don't have the right for me. I don't know, but I mean, people people do mark death as a punishment. Yeah, they do. Well, I I know there's already people there's already people who have thought about this way less that would already say we need to get rid of all these types of people and for the more awful people they could say you have you are of a certain race you are of a certain creed you are of a certain background you need to be killed but for the more ideological ones i they're what i guess what i'm trying to say here is uh there are some people who would say if you do this you deserve to be shot you know what i mean yeah or if you, but if you think this and it's way, like, I, I, if you think a certain way, does that mean you are more deserving of death than people that do a certain thing? That's what I want to know. 
See, I don't think anybody's is deserving of death. I don't know. That's it's very more... nice of you. Yeah. yeah that's, that's genuine of you. <laughs> uh, I it's wish mine. I could. I wish you could see all of the mindless people who are like kill all men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's just it seems weird to me. Like. It seems weird to me that you would that you would <laughs> that someone out there would want to wish death on half of the world. It seems it seems weird to me. I mean, I understand. It doesn't seem weird to me that it's a thing that that people want. But to me, like for me to want it, would see, it seems like a weird like like why is this going to be good for me? I don't know. I don't know. Whenever I think that way, I always think uh, grand picture here. How many people are on this world? Seven billion now. Eight. Are we at 8 billion yet? Why am um, I asking as if you would be the authority on that? I don't know. We're at, no, I don't think we're at 8 billion. I think we're at 7 point something billion. Okay, so there's 7 billion people in this world. And I, I, I think the value that an individual has, like, intrinsically without even factoring what they do or how many people they know, uh, it's pretty damn low. Like, if you were, if you were a, a minuscule percentage of the world... It it kind of scares me sometimes how disposable we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I if I quit my job tomorrow, they'll find someone else within a few weeks. Uh, if I, um, I think that's kind of it. That's really the biggest impact that I have <laughs> on everyone else. I was going to say if I like if I, if I took my own life, then it would be like yes, my family would be devastated. But I, I mean, they'll move on eventually. Fiance would be terrified. Think about like a hundred years after you're dead. Who's gonna know who you were? That's very true. I think that's. Think about how many people. You know what I mean? Like, think about your grandfather's best friend. Who was that? Or something. You know? When oh he was my a... god! Yeah. You know, you're right. You have no idea. And they probably shaped his life or something. Or like. I think the one thing that just... I know is people will remember my name simply because I have a plaque somewhere at a church. So that's. It's not even my memory, it's just the name continuing. Yeah, right? It's like barely a... Th- it's like, think of... Think about all the things that you stressed out about in your life, and like... <laughs> it boils down to your name on a stone somewhere, and somebody reads it and they have no... It implies nothing to them, really. Yeah, no, it's like nothing. Um, I remember it being put uh, once... That uh, you you're truly dead when people when the memory of you is gone. Yeah, like you'll still exist in people's memories, but once that is because you can't expect your great grandchildren to remember you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if you were around when you were when you're a great grandparent, uh, their their kids aren't going to remember you because you'll be too old. You will definitely die by then. <laughs> So, unless, unless, um, yeah, there's like no, there's no one that would have a memory of George Washington, you know what I mean? Nah, no one. Yeah, I, like, we there, know who he is. There's evident, like, there's written accounts. But that's not know. even the memory of him, that's like For, a memory of yeah. things that he has done or said. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, you could have, what do they call those things in, in history class, like, uh... Projectors? <laughs> no. Maps? Like a first person oh, uh, oh, source yeah. or something. I don't know. It's a, it's like maybe like I knew George, I was George Washington's cook and I kept a diary. And like there are things in that diary that, that mentioned stuff that. 
But that's not even a memoir. It's not like this, you know, like today if we read like a newspaper article about Rudy Giuliani, it's way different than if his wife writes a, a book. No, that's true. That's true. Detailing uh, what he's like. You but know. that's that's her memory of him uh, being put to pen and paper for other people yeah, to read. It's, yeah, like, it's we not don't get a memory of him. Reality. We get a memory of us reading that thing. It's not the same as reality, yeah. Yeah, so. It's tough, man. Uh, you know, like, you're. you're branch on the family tree dies when every everyone that could conceivably know you like doesn't anymore they're dead yeah that's like finality right there life is uh so according to that according to that wise quote that someone once said once we find someone who is actually immortal uh and they meet everyone in the world congrats no one's dead yeah loophole and I think I can actually say that because uh, until he forgets you, yeah. chick flick moment. I saw that movie Age of Adeline. Yeah, yeah. Which I went into that being like, well, how the fuck can she not age? And then, like within the first ten minutes, uh, they uh, give like a pseudoscience answer, like uh, the cells in her body were put into like a, a stasis from a lightning bolt. It was like low body temperature. She was technically dead. The lightning bolt rejuvenated her, and then it's like the the cells are like in a in a, like a closed state, like they can't age. I'm like, well, whatever, whatever gets the plot moving forward. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I Although think it did the Back to the Future mistake, where it actually specified a year. Like, oh, scientists won't understand this until the year 2030. <laughs> like, oh, well, now we're going to be waiting until 2030 if anyone remembers this movie. I think they're doing stuff with the cell. With the, uh, there's some kind of thing in the cell that gets cut shorter, a telomere, right? Every time it replicates. Mm-hmm. And after a while, there's no more uh, string to be cut. And uh, the telomeres just get shorter and shorter as they divide and divide. And then they, they don't really divide anymore. And so they're finding, like, ways to manipulate genes where they it it doesn't get shorter or whatever in mice and stuff and they live like twice as long which is crazy because imagine if your lifespan doubled like because of gene therapy or something it's like very crazy take this shot and you won't die when you're 80 you'll you'll get to 160 but uh, who knows i don't know but um i think it's like all, all these people are focused on like immortality it's a the great fantasy, you know, to live forever or whatever. But it it almost there's this line in a modest mouse song that's like you wasted life, why wouldn't you waste death? Like people who spend time dreaming about heaven and living for eternity. Like you're just going to like what did you do in life? Like you're whatever you did in life is how, you know, if you could live forever if you're not a person who goes out and does stuff, you're just going to live forever in a kind of mundane way. Yeah, well, I mean, if... So, like, it's just, like, no matter how much time you have, you should focus on, like, making the best of it, I guess. I'll be totally frank. If people people found a way to double my lifespan, I probably wouldn't do anything differently. Not to say that I'm doing anything great, but I'd be wasting my life... Just I as mean, I'm doing it, it now. wouldn't be horrible. No, you'd, it wouldn't be bad. You'd well, have unless, twice as many meals and twice as many experiences. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, that's, they, the, that's the thing. They just wouldn't uh, vary very much. Do maybe. you, if you reached, uh, say, seventy, right. uh, and then you found out that you wouldn't die until like one eighty, 
Would would you have that body? That's the thing. Would you have an old body? Yeah, I think that I'm not sure. But... Yeah, well then, then then the quality of life just kind of like drops to that point where it's like, oh, I'm 140, but I still feel like I'm 85, like, and I don't want that. I'm sure there's other factors like uh, like does your skin like lose elasticity and do you just? I'm get, sure that would be the case. And that's do you the... just look super? Or are there like more complications that happen when you reach like? 120 or 130 assuming like you maintain good health like maybe your skin just breaks down even though it's not you know something crazy oh man that would be horrifying but um not as horrifying as that girl thing i saw before well they're still horrifying there's like a be careful what you wish for uh greek myth where um they wish for eternal life but they don't wish but for eternal youth yeah so they end up being a liquefied mass in a vase and like a greek urn or something in a vase Oh, that's that's terrible. Because they're just so old. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a way that a genie dicks you over. Yeah. And you're for and you can't die. You're just living forever. Oh, that reminds me of a horror story. Uh <sighs> it was a sci fi horror story written um not uh, I wouldn't say fairly recently, but like long enough ago where it would be kind of lost a little bit unless people dug it up. It's called uh I have no mouth and I must scream. Mm. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, the one surviving guy at the end of the story turns to, uh, is turned into, uh, and I, th- I almost quote here, a big soft jelly thing, uh, with, uh, humps for legs, uh, warped perception of time, he is made to live forever and he cannot kill himself. <laughs> and the thing of it is, like, when, when you're introduced to the characters of the story, uh, they're being to- you are being told that they are tortured for all eternity. This supercomputer basically uh, let five people live just so he could torture them. <laughs> and now this this guy kills the other four, and the last one, and since he's the last one, uh, he the computer makes it so he can't kill himself, and it's it's terrible. <laughs> and the one last respite that he would have is screaming to let someone, anything, know his anguish. Can't even do that. See, I think maybe that's what it's like for him. For like the first... What, for the Vaz? For the first six, it's like six months or something. But if, you, have a, you have a long... It, immortality, man. You have a long time. So I think eventually he'd come to terms with it, accept it. Well, I think, I think in that case, <laughs> what most people would do, I think the most accepted thing to do is to read... Yeah. To, like, be, finally become knowledgeable about everything. Yeah. Uh, and I think I remember reading the story. He doesn't have hands, so he certainly can't navigate a book. There's that. And, plus the warp perception of time, so, like, uh, a minute would seem like a thousand years to him. Mm. So, maybe that's immortality? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, that's... <laughs> that's I, morbid. I this re- is morbid. I recently saw the Silent Hill... Hold on, can we just stop for a second? This is pretty goddamn morbid because we're talking about uh, death and immortality and how horrifying that must be. (laughs) And I wished suicide on other people. And we started out with Kokomo. Yeah. We started out with a fucking song about just relaxing off the Florida Keys. (laughs) Can we just... See, what I I think... I want to appreciate that for a second. It's just, uh... That's it. All ties together because. Like, Ow! Oh yeah. Well, but, well, I think like I certainly didn't pick any of any of these topics out of thin air. So there's that. I think people just 
trap themselves in, in what becomes like a comfort zone. And I think you need to just regularly take a step back, take a step out of your life and look back and say, you know, look look down at yourself and say, what, uh, what am I doing right now? What do I want to, you know, is there some kind of risk I just want to take? Because this is your life, man. There's no other time to take that risk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Yes, I get that. Wanna... And I know some people use that as a motivator yeah. uh, to do I mean, things they never would do, like skydiving. I think the outcome is not as important as the decision to try, you know. If you just want to do something, you should just do it. It doesn't have to be, like, a great success. Well, the the thing of it is, when it comes to, like, uh, I, I guess daredevil things that people would do, like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to ride that roller coaster, but I've always been scared of them. Or, oh, I want to do skydiving, but I'm afraid of dying. Like, yeah. I, I, I want you to figure this. Uh, normally, people don't operate these kinds of businesses if people are known to die on them. So... By the end of it all, you'll still live. But you most I things. Mean? I mean, there are some crazy things that are... But I don't think you have to even be crazy. Like, you can just, like... You know what? I really want to try, like, to, you know, some kind of new food. Or, like, I'm just gonna... Well, that's that's my uh, logic with restaurants, too. Like, they can't... No one would sell these things if there wasn't at least one person that liked it. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't have to be, like, the the salty or sweet or savory things that you're, like... Yeah. used to but I, I think it's all about broadening your palate you know what I mean yeah. it doesn't have to be they like go a, with uh, hobbies too a risk like it doesn't have to be something that might be a disaster for you like it can just uh, you know you're you're used to these things and you're comfortable with eating at these restaurants and like this is something that you're gonna try or yeah if I if I find myself going to the same restaurant uh, a lot yeah uh, then I'll start ordering different things and being like, well, I mean, I think once I get to the point where I've tried the entire menu, and even after they have specials and all of that, then it's like, I don't want to go there anymore. Or maybe yeah, I've already established really a favorite take that's a like weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of boggles my mind how people can go to the same place and order the same food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like I'll, I'll sometimes you're in the mood. Like I'll pick like a, a staple food. Uh, whenever I go to a diner, I always get the meatloaf, because like I feel like that's that's a genuinely safe thing to order. Yeah, like I already know I'm going to love meatloaf. I cannot pass up on a good loaf. But I've also had dozens of loaves. Yeah. So I think I know what I was talking about if I say this is a good loaf. Yeah. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, if you go to any restaurant, you're like the uh, burger and fries. Like everyone knows what a burger and fries tastes like. Yeah. But how do you do it? Yeah, some are better. You know what I mean? But if I've already been there before, I'd be like, well, I've already had this. Let's try this. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, with hobbies, it's like, well, what's stopping you from doing that aside from maybe money and time? Yeah, time is a big thing. I mean, it's just money can be too i guess to some people if they if they sp- uh, fritter money away I, on there's like the great example of uh you like like there like if there's a lot of small purchases that you can make that don't seem like they have much of an impact but in reality they have uh a cumulative pretty great impact so like the person who makes coffee at home versus the person who buys coffee every day from a you know Starbucks or something like you'd have like enough money to cover like whatever 
like your vacation or something. Well, I don't. I if, don't you did, if you did that, well, that's the or thing. Like I don't know a uh, membership once a month somewhere. Yeah, I hate when people use that argument because like it, it, it's it's a thing that you enjoy. It's a part of your routine. Yeah. that has already brought you comfort. And if you just cut that out, you're you're not going to have as like great of an existence. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's not. Um... It's not like it doesn't have value, it's just like... There's this comic, uh, Itchy Feet, uh, right. that's all about travel. And I remember, uh, I've always asked myself when I uh, find myself reading these comics, like, what the hell does this guy do for a living where he's able to afford going to all of these different countries mm-hmm. and then have a home back in America? Uh, and I never got an answer to that, and I, I still demand some sort of answer. But he made a comic... Uh, about his friends, like, oh, well, you're, you're just going with water? Why do you get this ultra-frappe mochaccino? Oh, you're going to stay in and read a book from your library? Why do you see this movie with us? I know it's only 15 bucks for a ticket, but come on. And then at the end of the comic, he's like, how do you even afford to travel? I'm like, well, yeah. first off, he's kind of like, he's really limiting how much enjoyment he can actually have at home. But there's also things like you can take... Mm. Like I, yeah. I rent books from a library and it's it's free, but right. I mean, if I feel like having a soda instead of a like a cup of water from a fountain, I'm going for the friggin' soda. I don't care if you <laughs> tell me, oh, if you don't buy that soda every day, no, well, you'll have enough to buy like this. It's just uh, it's costs and benefits and I don't know. It's what you want to. It's it's. Do you want some? gratification now or do you want something different later and it doesn't really it's not like a rule you have like people shouldn't all like save and not spend money on coffee but it's just like if you're looking to change something well yeah i guess if you're looking to save money here and there it's the little things that add up i remember um there's always uh, there's been this joke that i've never actually told people because i don't think it's actually funny they're like there's this guy uh, seeing someone else smoke cigarettes. Like, if you stop smoking cigarettes, if you save yourself the money you got on a pack a day, by uh, five years later, you would have your own Corvette. Yeah. Uh, and he, he looks at the guy just kind of like, do you smoke? And he's like, no, I do not. And he's like, well, where's your Corvette? Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, people spend their money on other stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People spend money, period. But... I like, yeah, like, there's things, like, I, it doesn't have to be even with money, it's just, like, time management is more my thing, like, I, I need to manage, I'm working on, like, making changes, um, like, I was saying, like, uh, League of Legends is this game I play, and it takes about 40 minutes to play a match, give or take, which is a decent chunk of time, and I belong to a 24-hour gym, and, like, I just joined again, I finished school, so I have some more time, but I'm working a weird schedule, so I need to work the gym back into my schedule, and it's like, I want to, it seems like it's such a hard thing to do, but yet it's like, I don't need to go to the gym for two hours, you know what I mean? I can go to the gym for a half hour. If I go to the gym for a half hour every other day, it's much more than I'm doing right now, and like, it's... It's like less than one game of League of Legends. You know what I mean? It's like I could just skip one game, one match, go there. It's five minutes from my. It's like two minutes from my house. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I already. I've. I've made excuses about, um, uh, like I. No way to mitigate this. Uh, traveling 
to and from my job, uh, that takes four hours out of my day. Right. Like, there's no way to mitigate that. But I also work through lunch, and I leave early, so I'm able to catch trains and, like, get back before the sun goes down. But I've always used that as an excuse to say, well, I can't join a gym, because when the hell would I do that? Right. Uh, and if I wanted to work out, I would just do that at home. But then I remember, hey, I don't work out at home. Yeah. I just go on my laptop. So, I don't know. I got. I need someone or something to, like... Breathe down my neck and be like, why aren't you working out? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird to think about, um, especially when it comes to, like, adopting better habits, including spending. That's how we'll tie this in. <laughs> but, <sighs> I've been thinking about reading on the train. I've, I haven't been reading. And... I want to do, I want to do that. And I've actually started doing that a little more, but I also just sleep. Yeah, I sometimes sleep. I conk out sometimes. I I just look at my I have it's like I'm it's something that you just like well I have to be on this train and so I guess I'll just text somebody and like I'll look at my phone. I've gone through phases of that. And, and that's the thing. I, I, that's the thing. Like I'll look back at it and I'll be like, you know, I could have like gotten through some of these books I really want to read. Like that that would be a good use of that time. Like I'm just I just have to sit somewhere. I don't have to look at where I'm going. Yeah, uh Okay, it started off when I started working, and I was taking the train, I'm like, well, I should probably do something. Um, the first thing I did was I bought an audiobook. Right. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Stopped it. <laughs> did, I don't think I got past, like, chapter 10. Yeah. Okay, so then Audiobooks are tricky. They're yeah, deceptive. No, they are. Because you have to pay attention. Yeah, so you and... can't just, like, passively listen to it and expect yeah. to get it. So there was that. Um, I think I ended up starting sleeping for a while. Uh, then I picked up another book, uh, Good Omens by mm-hmm. Terry Pratchett, uh, and I started reading that. Haven't finished it yet. Mm. It's not because I don't have time. I just haven't really felt the need to finish it. Uh, and then it's been like on and off playing uh, with a Game Boy emulator on my phone. <laughs> and now uh, I picked up another book from the library, uh, Lolita. Yeah, yeah. And now I've been reading that. I, I, I think if I like convince myself it's okay if I just read like a section or two on the train yeah. and eventually finish it, that's fine. At least I'm doing something. Yeah. Plus, it's not that bad of a story. Yeah, Disturbing! It's a good book. But yeah. not the, not bad of a story. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's like... it's. I think it's just you, you're winning the battle if you're Being thinking about right. what... You know, not just thinking about it, but make, taking small steps to... If you're aware that you want to change, you know what I mean, some things in your life, it's just, uh, I feel like it's a, you're, it's never going to be like, you're going to move all the furniture out of your house, you know, so to speak. It's, it's more like you're going to do little fix it up, you know, Mm -hmm. things and your life will slowly, gradually be different. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe we can ask people what their plans are. Maybe <laughs> I don't. Well, it, it's it's one of those. Th- um, this show has really been one of those things that uh, I plug myself. Yeah. When I'm talking with people, and they're a little more receptive to that. I have no idea how many people I've like in- invited on Facebook have actually like listened to it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I I mean like uh, last week, 
I think some people were talking about cremation. I'm like, well, on my show, I talked about how some people put dildos in. Uh, yeah. Like, what? what you, uh, it's an actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the article to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, you got a subreddit you want to plug? Um, what subreddits do I like? Uh... I, there were some interest. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, birds with arms. <laughs> That's a good one. Everyone should know. Yep, I, I'm aware of that one too. Birds with arms. Uh, there's okay. Birds with arms. Very very simple concept right here. Uh, take a picture of a bird. Take a picture of a bird. Photoshop arms onto it. Yep. So uh, you got <laughs> eagles with muscular arms. And think about anything that arms could be doing. Hands, you know, what could they be holding? What could they be... Yeah, crossed arms, arms oh, outstretched. There's a lot of gestures. Flexing. Yeah, middle fingers and... Yeah, there's a, there's a picture of a uh, falcon looking down at its little falconette, eaglet. Yeah. Little birdlet uh, with crossed arms. And the little, uh, the little baby bird, the little baby falcon is like, uh, it's got arms holding a kitten. Uh. And the caption is, no, you won't keep it, Susie. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's... Aw, there's, there's a picture of a seagull with, like, arms holding crutches. Yeah. <laughs> because the seagull's, like, lost a leg. It's like, no playing in the water for six weeks. <laughs> God, that, this is these are fucking clever. Jeez. Yeah, they're pretty good. It looks interesting to see a bird with arms. <laughs> you know, it's refreshing. Refreshing. It's like Photoshop battles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've you know what? I remember hearing about it, uh, and then I'm like, oh well that's something interesting. That's mm-hmm. something that'll break up the monotony, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh But then it gets kinda old. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something to see. Yeah. Well it's something you need it's something you need to treat yourself to. It's something that you need to see at least once. Definitely. Just to know that there are people collection of people out there. That will Photoshop arms onto birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot better than uh, dragons fucking cars. That's subreddit. Wait, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna look that up right now. Hold on, stay with me. Stay with me. Dragons, <laughs> fucking cars. Please tell me that's a thing. Oh, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of a dragon fucking a fire truck. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for some time. This, it's, there's like so many. I'm I'm sure there are tons of entries, people drawing and painting. And... <laughs> it's like become its own. Uh... God damn it! You fucking like made my weekend. People see the subreddit and then they contribute to it. You know. Oh my god. Oh my. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. It's a picture of a toy dragon fucking a toy car. Oh, yeah. Real life uh, action figures. I'm, I'm solving this. And you know what? The rest of you owe it to yourself. Look at birds at arms. Look at dragons fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a whole. <laughs> There's a whole friggin' connection with these. Uh, the Draconian Network. Dragons fucking cars, dragons fucking dragons, cars fucking dragons, and imaginary dragons. Okay, alright, I can see that. 
Okay, you know what? I'm done. You done? Yes. Yeah, you done. I'm done. We all done. You you guys do your thing. You guys continue on with your week. I'm gonna go do other things. I'm gonna play Crypt of the Necromancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Bye. See ya.